0: are back for another episode of the faction powered of course by bonafide radio and of course i'm never by myself i've got my good brother with me my road dog courtney beard what's up brother Salute, my people we are all the way up and you know what it is it's another road edition of the faction with your boys the faction y- you know what's kind of cool uh if you guys listen to our last episode you know we did a special on-the-road edition as we were heading to on Southern the Honor. on the road again. You know what? I think this could be a regular thing. This could be a thing, man. You this know, This could, could really be a thing. We could have us on the road. We could interview people on the road. I, I think mean, I just, like it. It's nothing but time and great conversation, and we're going to talk anyway. And so, Exactly. We're going to have conversation in the car anyway, so why not record it for the people to hear? And so with that said, the last time we did this... We talked about AEW versus NXT as we were on our way to a show for Southern Honor Wrestling, the one-year anniversary, and so we are literally just leaving the show, and we said there's no better time to go ahead and get our fresh thoughts on the one-year anniversary of Southern Honor Wrestling Now, let me start by saying this for context people this happened the same night as the 20th anniversary of SmackDown uh, SmackDown on Fox's premiere and we went to Southern Honor now that's obviously no disrespect to uh, SmackDown but it is to say how significant we believe Southern Honor Wrestling is, and they were doing war games, a live war game. So I was able to get my brother Courtney to come from San Antonio, well, wherever he was at, because you know his schedule's <laughs> all over. He's the faction champ. Well, he's the faction champion as of this moment. That could change, of course. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll in be a safe cu- in a couple of days. But um, he came in and, and he was able to come and hang and check out the show. So we're going to talk about Southern Honor Wrestling. So for those of you who are unfamiliar, Southern Honor Wrestling is an independent promotion um, that happens on the outskirts of Atlanta in Canton, Georgia at the Action Building. And uh, it happens every first Friday night of the month. And uh, some amazing folks are involved. We're going to talk about some of the personalities. We're going to talk about why this is so valuable. Now, you guys know we love pro wrestling. We love pro wrestling of pretty much any flavor. We've talked about New Japan regularly, Ring of Honor, of course, WWE, NXT, AEW, Impact, NWA. And so we're bringing another wrinkle to you, and uh, hopefully you'll, you'll check it out. You'll be able to find it on Facebook and all the other places. But this was your first show, Courtney, uh, and it was the one-year show. What did you think of Southern Honor Wrestling's uh, one year anniversary. I was absolutely impressed. From
1: top to bottom, you pull up and you see this big facility. You walk in, you feel the buzz and the energy. Yeah. But what I love is that the staff, they actually knew people by name. Yeah. And that's major to me. Why is it major? Because everyone that watches and listens to our show understands Courtney Beard is a total mark for territory style wrestling. <laughs> yes. And to walk in tonight to Southern Honor, and this was is not your average indie show right. as a matter of fact you may not even be calling this an indie program in the next few years this because this is a program with clear vision yeah yeah what i saw tonight in the wrestlers was passion yeah and vision yeah and shout out to everyone behind us the video packages were amazing yeah I mean, yeah. the production quality was amazing, and that's what people buy into. You Absolutely. go someplace, you see some great in-ring working. You see, that there were, I think there were five matches tonight. In most cases,
0: two of those matches are good, but we had five quality matches. And I think it was actually more than five. I've got five? notes here on how many matches we had. We had, and this is probably dangerous for me to do while I'm driving, but... It, no, it's exactly five. One, what, wait, one, two... Three, four. It was five. Wow. Yeah, it was five. Okay. Five matches. Wow. That and was they, they. Wow. They took their time with. Those they five took matches. their time. Wow. They told
1: incredible stories. Yeah. They really. He. They, they did two things that I love. They listened to the fans, and then they didn't listen to the fans. Okay. So okay. They, they didn't listen to the fan for cheap heat stuff got you. When the fans were one more time, they were like, no, there's cheap heat. Let's really give you something to cheer for. <laughs> they didn't take any cheap heat spots and I love
0: that. Yeah. They didn't pander to the crowd. The crowd had to earn it and the wrestlers had to earn it. Well, and, and I'll also say this. One of the things I found with Southern Honor Wrestling is there is much like what we see with aew much like what we see with nxt much like what we saw with ecw back in the day there is a homegrown crowd who is very very loyal and they will travel we talked to people who traveled uh from alabama people who traveled from florida yeah people who travel long distances for these shows so let me add a little bit of context if you guys remember earlier this year uh there was a run-in that that involved Chris Jericho and Kenny Omega on the road to Double or Nothing from AEW. And they did this really random run-in. They did this really random run. That was crazy. Yeah, I don't know. Let me just say this sidebar. In Atlanta are some of the craziest drivers on planet Earth. By far. So thanks be to God that we're actually paying attention to the road because I just saw a really crazy driver come by here. Just nuts. Um, But, yeah, they... That spot that they did where they did an incredible run and happened at Southern Honor Wrestling. So, Southern Honor Wrestling is really getting a lot of, of props. And, and they're it's doing, young. It's, it is, it's hard to believe when you look at the production value, the passion of the wrestlers, the stories that they tell. It's hard to believe that they're only one year old. It's hard to believe. That's very difficult. Because what I, the product I looked at tonight did not look like an
1: infant. It did not no. look like it was just learning to walk. No. It was patient- they told great stories. Yeah. Production was really, really good. Yeah. The wrestlers... Here's what I commented on. I, I leaned over to you. I said, the wrestlers have great outfits. Yes. They don't have what you call indie-looking outfits. Right. Like their Aunt Lula Bell threw it together. Right. Like right, they right. actually put some time in it and said, this is who I've developed myself into. Yeah. Here's
0: my, uh, my clothes. Yeah. It's pretty impressive. It's really... And, and it's funny because... The, the thing, and, and this is only my second show, my first show was last month, and I found myself, um, you know, whenever you watch a new product, like a new television show, and you kind of come in cold, you are watching to try to jump in on the story, try to learn who, who the main characters are, and learn who, you know, who you like, who you don't like, what grabs you, and so it's kind of difficult to come in to a story or come into a story, you know, a, a show where you're in the middle of the season, yeah, but you're trying to figure it out. But the way that they do what they do is you can catch on, yeah, in that one night,
1: and then you're hooked. Well, I'll tell you this: me coming for the first time, they drew me in from the very beginning. Yes, from the very beginning, I was all in. Yeah, not no pun intended, but right. I literally was all in. Because, somewhat of a
0: pun intended, well,
1: kind of a pun. Yeah. But the first, it kicks off with Lynch Mob versus Not Yet Rated. Yeah, two really incredible tag teams. Yeah, telling a great story. I'm telling you, Lynch Mob can work, but I'm uh, not yet Rated. They're no slouch either. Right, and that thing ended in you know I love old school uh-huh. in a time
0: limit draw. Matter of fact, I think the last time limit draw I saw was Darby Allen and Cody Rhodes. Uh, in AEW, but prior to that, I I don't know that I can tell you the last time limit. No one has time time. limit
1: draws, Yeah, but it's the wrestling I grew up with and it's the wrestling that's needed now. Every match is not going to end with the winner.
0: Sometimes you just have two great competitors in the ring going at it, and time runs out. Well, and to that point, again, you talk about continuity in story. Here was a case where the the crowd was chanting for five more minutes, the general manager comes out, shout out to Gary, the general manager, which We'll talk about in a little bit. He um, he told the people, "Hey, we're on a schedule. I can't give you five more minutes, but I will give you what you've been asking for. You've been asking for tag team champions. These are the top two teams in Southern Honor Absolutely. Wrestling. So, what we're gonna do over the next three months is we're gonna set up a best of three series between. So, what you've done in essence is you've already cast this whole concept for the next three months." for us to get ourselves in gear to come to the show that we'll know at the very least, we're gonna see potentially this tag team match three more times. Now Gee, here's the deal though,
1: they have waited one year and three months before they brought in a second title, which would be the tag title. Yeah, You talked about this on our last podcast. I uh-huh. pressured you for an answer yep. on what should be the next title on the AEW. You didn't yeah. want to answer because you said, I want them to focus on building their product, Absolutely. building their people, and building their workers mm-hmm. and their production. And then here we are in mm-hmm. Southern Honor taking one year and three months before they introduce new titles. Right. And they will be hard-earned tag team titles. Yes. Not just a one and done, right. but this will literally be the best tag team in Southern Honor Wrestling. Mm -hmm. And so what we know for sure is that it will either be lynch mob or it'll be not yet rated. I'm going to go with lynch mob because they're veterans, they're a little more polished and not yet rated. You can see a little bit of youth
0: on them and they're just not ready yet. And and it's going to be interesting to see how it goes because I think with the way that it goes down, it's definitely going to go to best of three. Um,
1: I'm calling it...
0: It not could yet be. rated wins november i think it's november 2nd yeah not yet rated mm-hmm. wins that when lynch mob wins the next two okay okay i i'm I, i'm gonna be there to see for sure um and i'm i'm definitely looking forward to it but i think to the point that we were talking about about these championships what's amazing about southern honor wrestling is they have one title it is the southern honor championship just one title, but there are so many great stories that are being told that you don't need a title, and I think we've talked about this before, when you talk about who's a great champion, etc., etc., does the championship make the wrestler, or does the wrestler make the championship, and I believe that if wrestlers tell great enough stories, first of all, you don't need a championship, but by the time you introduce a championship, it'll mean something, you know and and that's 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 the thing if the championships don't mean anything then these belts are just a waste of our time that's what that's the power
1: of a storyline though yeah tonight i walked in novice but I quickly migrated to every storyline. One because they had great video packaging. Yes. They could bring me up to speed. Yes. So why is it that why why is it that they can get away without not having another title? Mm-hmm. Well, it's because an Ashton Star and a Sean Dean Ooh. tell a great story Ooh. in the ring. Ooh. They had to build it up very well. Or a Danny Jordan and David Ali against a Tommy Drena and Lindsay Snow. They mm-hmm.
0: told a great story in the video package, an even better story in the ring. So let's let's get to Ashton Star. Uh, versus Sean Dean now what I, I this Ashton star is a winner 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 chicken dinner he he is about as charismatic as you can ask for any wrestler to be and to me again you know it's funny for whatever we like and don't like the bottom line is if you're charismatic we want to see more of you. It's one of the reasons why we love the Velveteen Dream. It's one of the reasons why we love Adam Cole. It's one of the reasons why we love so many of the wrestlers that well, we love. Let's go back. It's the, one, it's the reason why Adrian Street was so large. Oh, my God. We watched it uh, uh, earlier. Yeah.
1: Adrian Street was so over yeah. because he was so charismatically flamboyant.
0: Yes, and could back it up in the world. Oh, and could Adrian could work. Oh. But this this Ashton, dude, yeah. he can actually work. And listen, he's an amazing talker he had uh, a whole talking interview uh, situation last month where he ended up interviewing the manager um, and in interviewing that manager that's where he got blindsided by uh, Sean Dean and that's what led up to this match and so it's the first time I had a chance to see Ashton star in the ring and here's what I loved I love the fact that this dude can talk but then he backs it up in yeah, the ring. He backed it up well. Oh my god. Yeah, gosh. yeah, yeah. He backed it up. I sent a picture to my wife.
1: She said the worst weave I've ever seen <laughs> I've ever seen. I said, But he's a great worker. He's a great,
0: he's a great worker. And let me just be clear. Like here's the thing, regardless of the promotion, regardless of who the wrestler is, the bottom line is if you talk me into the arena, you then have to back it up by what you do in the ring. The and book, I absolutely true. think that he did that. Ashton Starr is named properly because he's a star and uh, wherever Southern Honor goes, I hope they're able to hold on to him because I definitely think Southern Honor is going to be one of those promotions as wrestling is continuing to blow up that we're going to be seeing on larger platforms. I I think the caliber of what they're doing is getting to the point where it's going to be too big to just be relegated to you know, clips here and clips there, but they're going to end up somewhere, I don't know, Fight TV or maybe even a TV deal at some point. Man, but listen, I would great. love to see them get a TV deal because they actually
1: have earned it. Yeah. And I don't know if tonight was the debut of Sean Dean, but... It's the first time I've seen him there. Sean Dean is incredible. Yeah. I just, I did a quick search of him really quick from mm-hmm. Inglewood, Chicago. Yes. Great worker. Uh, has put in his time, has had titles in other federations, mm-hmm. and man, he came
0: tonight to show everybody who he was. Yeah, it was absolutely great stuff. And shout out to the manager as well. Um, oh who's, man, who's, Logan was? Logan was his name, right? Uh, I have his stuff. I believe so. It's Logan. Yeah, it's Logan. Yes, with Chase. Logan
1: Chase. Yes. It, here's the deal. You and I talk about a lot the need for managers. Yes. He proved tonight why managers are so important. Absolutely. The way he manipulated the crowd, Absolutely. the way he antagonized the crowd, yeah. the way he bullied the crowd. Mm-hmm. Managers can be winners for guys who just need a little extra oomph. Yeah. Not to say that Sean needs it,
0: but it doesn't hurt to have it. And, and, and at the end of the match, since Sean lost, Logan turned on him and Logan declares, look, I'm, I'm a winner. He's a loser. Yeah. I mean, th- this is why we loved Bobby Heenan. This is why we loved Mr. Fuji. You know, this is why we love the great managers of old. And managing, as we've said, seemingly is a lost art in today's presentation of pro wrestling. So, it is pretty incredible to see that uh, exhibited here in Southern Honor Wrestling. Yeah. So, shout out. Shout out Southern Honor. Yeah. For bringing back the manager. Yeah. And a, a manager we love to hate. You know, but... It, but He's not the only one. Then you have uh, Susie, oh, yeah. who was also with Ashton Starr, who comes out at, at just the right time. And, and, and don't forget Pee, who introduced Ashton Starr. <laughs> all right. It, like, party planner. The the party planner. And, again, this, this is just amazing placement for all of these guys, uh, guys and gals who are doing amazing, amazing things. So shout out to them. So there's another great story that they told, and it was Joe Black versus William Huckabee, and uh, I, I, I want to say this, and and I, I can't overstate this particular point, you've heard us over time, whether it was uh, myself, Clack, you Courtney, or of course John Murray, John Murray is a big pusher and proponent of diversity in pro wrestling, um, because we've seen in the major promotions we've not always seen the major promotions really reflect what the rest of the world looks like right. Uh, and what we've seen in Southern Honor wrestling is definitely a great representation of diversity across all levels. And can we just say that that, that we've not
1: seen it before though? What's that? I've not seen this level of commitment to diversity
0: that Southern Honor clearly has. I agree. I agree, and and it is it is it is when I say intentional, it is intentional that they went out and got the best athletes. They really did. And it's not that they went out and they were looking for specifically a black athlete or yeah. a female athlete or a this or a that. They just went out and got the best athletes of all body types, uh-huh. of all shapes and sizes. Very true. Um, the bottom line is whoever they got could work and earn their place in that ring. And that, to me, is exciting because I don't necessarily want to sit up and do a body count on, okay, how many African-American wrestlers do we have? Yeah, yeah, How many yeah. LGBTQ wrestlers do we have? Yeah. How many female wrestlers? I want to see people who get in that ring and they can put it down and they can do what they need to do so I'm not sitting back going, oh, how many white wrestlers did they have yeah how many great wrestlers did they have and tonight
1: they were on full display absolutely the pageantry was out yeah it was really homecoming for them it was prom night yeah it was their mania if you will yeah
0: and they put their best foot forward and the crowd rewarded them well let me tell you something i also found intriguing um you know when it comes time for anniversaries whether it is certainly in pro wrestling in church in wherever else even as we saw with smackdown tonight you know they pulled out all the big guns they oh, pulled yeah. out your stone colds you pulled out your sting they pulled out the rock they pulled out hogan flair and goldberg and all these people right i am a fan and i think there's a place for that but I'm a fan of when you have an anniversary that you celebrate the people who helped to bring you to the dance. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And that's what we saw. The only real guest tonight we saw was Tommy Dreamer. Yeah, And, and again, that made sense in context, you know, with their battle with David Ali and da- and Danny Jordan. L- listen to that what you just said. Everything tonight made sense. It did. There was nothing that I saw that was just
1: because they could do it. Right. Everything tonight right. was to push the storyline further. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing was just to put butts in seats, it seemed like. Right. Nothing was for cheap heat. Right. Nothing was for a cheap pop. Yeah. Everything made sense. Yeah. And when you treat
0: the fans like they're smart, they will turn around and reward you. Absolutely. And they've done a great job of building loyalty um, within their brand. So, this, these are the cool things. And, and some may ask... Why are we spending so much time talking about Southern Honor Wrestling? Well, besides the fact that we chose to go to that show over watching SmackDown Live, um, it's because we believe in the product. And I think in this era of pro wrestling where... And it's funny, I told you guys... A year ago, two years ago, and I reiterated it this year, that we were walking into the greatest era of pro wrestling we've ever seen. You said it. And people are finally starting to believe it as you see it. The thing is this. What I love, and we're going to get into that Joe Black uh, versus Huckabee match even more in a second, but what I'm loving is the fact that you don't have to just turn on the WWE to see great talent and to see great production and to see great stories being told wrestling, the wrestling industry is about as healthy as it has ever been. You and I were
1: talking about it earlier. As kids, what made wrestling so likable was the fact that there was more than one option. Yes. But we talked about the power of a magazine.
0: Yes. Back in the
1: 80s, we didn't have access to all the different territories. Right. So we had to rely on PWI and see if one of our guys was in the ranking. Did he slip or did he move higher? Right. Or you'd watch the wrestler and there was mm-hmm. one more that you said. Was the inside the ring? In- inside wrestling. Inside Inside wrestling. Mm -hmm. And so we relied on those magazines. Tonight, when I was watching
0: those guys work, they reminded me of the nostalgia of why I loved wrestling from the beginning. Absolutely. And so, again, we're shouting out Southern Honor Wrestling for what they're doing. So let's get into this match between Joe Black and William Huckabee. Grudge Um, match. Oh, man. Grudge grudge, match. Grudge match. Last month, uh, Joe Black came and hit Huckabee with... A beer bottle and broke it over his head. The two were tag partners and longtime friends. Uh, Huckabee had turned on black. So this was a grudge match that went down, and uh, it was pretty vicious. They ain't friends no more. No, they're definitely not. They're definitely not. I mean, they went
1: at it tonight like they didn't know each other. Yeah. But that's what happens when betrayal happens. There has to be payback in many people's eyes. Yeah. And payback was on full display tonight. Mm-hmm. And both guys, besides the one guy wearing the yellow tights, yeah, uh, he, he, he was ready. I, don't, I didn't really like the yellow. Types. I, yeah, I well, the yellow
0: types you know here's the thing he's one of those guys again he was not your bodybuilder type um, oh, he's definitely he has a cookout. He has a cookout <laughs> stomach. That brother eats it.
1: He takes $6 and milks the whole thing at cookout. They know his name. And you and, and, listen to me. Listen to me. Here's what I say. Fat people love sweet tea. Oh, my God. And I'm certain that brother gets his share of sweet tea. <laughs> Got him and sweet. then he came over there and kicked the cage where we were. He did. As if he wanted a piece of the faction. It's funny. And the last thing he wants to get me in that ring
0: because I would have wore him thin tonight. Well, I'll tell you what. The, the faction was pretty proud. Um, for me, it was my first official argument with a wrestler, which was kind of exciting, actually. She was my number 15. Uh, no, you, you've done this before.
1: I've done it a lot of times. <laughs> and uh, I will say, I believe he was quite shocked because he had been bullying the crowd when he turned around and saw 300 and none of your business standing next to 200-something in the form of
0: Jackson's father and godfather. And he said, oh, these brothers are big. Well, it's it's funny you said, and I certainly don't want to jump too far ahead, but one of the greatest compliments we could ever receive, and we've been getting this a lot this year. We got this when we went to the uh, Impact show back in January in Nashville. Um people wonder pretty regularly I've gotten this when i was at the uh, at the uh, DDP yoga uh, PC the performance center people ask regularly are we wrestlers they asked
1: tonight are you workers did you guys work tonight. there was one moment where people kept looking at us so much tonight yeah. I thought that they thought we were going to do a run in yeah yeah. Because we had into the end of the row seats yeah. that we were going to do a run-in. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if they'd actually do a run-in, I'd, I'd run in and then ran back <laughs> to my seat. You know?
0: I'm not even punching them out. So, bro. wait. Let me tell you guys what Courtney did, which I oh, was God. absolutely <laughs> hilarious. And I have video proof that I may post after you guys hear this. Courtney Beard, now, tonight was War Games, and so the marks that we are while they were having an extended intermission we stayed because we wanted to watch war games become what what it is we're just such kids like that we just we just are that behind the scenes stuff is important courtney says if i go help them put this cage up or take the cage in will you video it absolutely i will so they're bringing a side of the cage by and courtney just walks right up and helps them take it up and then I think he got scared that he'd be noticed and walked back out and I'm like you should have stayed dude like Man, who's who's going to argue with you? Well, no one. And then I, I always forget that I blend in. Like, I look like I was supposed just, to be there. That, but that's your thing regularly. Like, you go to these things and you just blend in. And people, when we were at Impact back in January, <laughs> you're talking to people and, like, you're bigger than half the wrestlers there. And they're looking at you like you belong in the <laughs> ring with them. It's just hilarious. <laughs> and I'm sitting back, kind of like, hi.
1: Look, it's just e- hilarious. Even at the end of the night tonight, I just moved the barrier and just, just started walking around wait, the cage.
0: And you walk you walk to the front of the cage <laughs> where there was this big broken spot with the ring and you're taking pictures and nobody's messing no one with says you. The thing. I'm I'm the guy who's like, okay, if the light if the if the if the, if the Speed limit is 55. Yeah. Let me do maybe I'll do 56. 57 at the best. No. And you're like I'm going to do 75 and dare some and if they stop me I'm going to have a full conversation. Yeah, but we're going to we're going to we're going to talk. You're going <laughs> to love me by the end. Oh
1: my gosh. So, but I, that's the thing that makes it that makes it so much fun, man. Yeah. Is that there's a I believe there are different calibers of wrestling fans and I saw oh, it on sure. display that There is the fully immersed wrestling fan. That just yells all type of who shot John. And why. And why. (laughs) Then there's the overly smart Mark. Who I don't like those guys. Yeah. yeah. Those are the ones that want to. Super critical of. Yeah. And they they want to shine for themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Then there's the guys that are, I believe, that are more like us. We're smart marks, but we're also fans. Yeah. So we're not going to go too far on either side, but right. we are going to keep it real with you. Absolutely. And Absolutely. I, I think it's safety in that middle ground. I saw some people tonight that were just fully immersed.
0: They're going to go home and drink tonight <laughs> after seeing that man get thrown <laughs> through that through the uh, oh, through, through the and ring. And we're, we're, we're going to get into that. That was war game. So, again, a great match with Joe Huckabee. So there was an inter, intergender match that uh, saw Danny Jordan and David Ali who I, I have a, a unique connection with. I may or may not tell you guys about it. But um, they took on Tommy Dreamer and Lindsay Snow in an intergender match. Now, Courtney, you have said over and over again, and I know when the Mixed Match Challenge happened with WWE, you were super disappointed that it was the women fighting the women yes. and the men fighting the men. Yes. But tonight, and we saw it even last month, uh, with the intergender match that they had, because there was this huge clip floating around of David Ali just absolutely just Man, knocking the that, life out of this poor that, girl. That David Ali post made it on World Star. Oh, did it really? It made it on World Star. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I saw it up there. Well, I'm, I, I am a fan of, of David Ali and, and Danny Jordan. What, a, what, what do you think of their match? With, I thought their uh, match was really good. Yeah. I mean, first off, you have Tommy Dreamer, the legend, coming out. Yes. And typical Tommy Dreamer, he can
1: still work. Yes. Shout out to Dusty Rhodes, left side of his pants. Yes. With the polka dot. And he gave us a little few dream moments tonight. He did. Uh, but Ali can actually work, He can bro. work. He can work. He can work. And I, I love the way they, the women were honored. They yes. weren't just pieces of meat. Yes. They could wrestle. They wrestled the men like wrestlers. I yes. won't say like men. Yes. They wrestled them like wrestlers. Yes. The men wrestled the women back like wrestlers. Yes. I didn't see a bunch of uh, punches and strikes, yeah. but I saw a lot of moves, submission moves, yeah. uh, tangling
0: and all those things. Yeah. I thought it was great. I yeah. think they, they found a way to do it with honor. They have, and uh, and it works, and it makes sense, and uh, some great works. my first time seeing Lindsey Snow, um, who has, you know, we hear this in wrestling a lot about the look that certain people have. Oh, man, she, she has the look. She has a million-dollar look. She has the look. Yeah, it's a unique look um, that it's just it's distinct and i think that's yeah. one thing about wrestlers is you know you can you should be able to look at a wrestler and pick them out of a crowd and go there's something special about you she is about you. the she, she to me
1: has the height of a dana brooks okay with the slight build of it with the uh with the uniqueness of a luna a Sean. yeah i could see that while also having her own. And she was even at one point giving me Asia tonight. Okay. And I mentioned Asia to you. Wow. I said, man, she's kind of stocky like Asia was. Yeah, 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 yeah. But wow. she is probably a better worker mm-hmm. than uh, both Dana Brooks and Asia yeah. ever could dream of being. Yeah. She can actually wrestle. Yeah. Yeah. And when she was in the ring tonight, it mattered. She went up against Ali in some moments, and it went move for move. They
0: did. They did. It was it was, And special. strong, man. Very, very strong. Very strong. Side note, because every time, and you guys can't see it, so forgive me, but there's this corner that we come across when we get ready to go through downtown Atlanta that uh, when you're on I-75, that just... It, gets me every single time it's It's, breathtaking it is breathtaking it's one of the reasons why i love the atl and uh yeah that's the beauty of on the road it is is we get to see this type of stuff and, and tell you about it every time i'm in atlanta and i ride through here it reminds
1: me of houston Okay, Houston I see that. gives this 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 type of lit up appeal to it. Yeah, but of course, the ATL is the ATL
0: is the ATL, and it is there is home, only one. There is only one of amazing pro wrestling, and of course, as we drive by the Turner Building over there on the right, uh, wow, you know some TNT, super cl- TNT TBS. Yeah, so shout out AEW. Home. Absolutely, absolutely. So this leads us to the main event. The main event was uh, War Games, which, you know, it's a gutsy move for a promotion really outside of, of WWE or NXT to even attempt War Games. And speaking of that, WWE, Raw or SmackDown, have never attempted it. Listen. First attempt we saw was with NXT. So We have seen cage matches. Mm-hmm.
1: We have seen people do something close to hell in a cell. Yes. But no one has approached those two words, war games. Yeah. And tonight they gave us war games. They did. Now, watching them assemble the cage like we talked about, it wasn't the greatest cage I'd ever seen. Okay. Which made it even better for me because growing up watching war games myself, those cages weren't special and polished. No. Somebody made that in Charlotte inside of a garage somewhere. Yeah. But to and your point, that's Dusty, what makes it special. Yeah, Dusty threw it on a truck and drove that thing, baby, yeah. to the Coliseum. <laughs> so that way they guys can do some clubbing. Absolutely. And when we saw them putting it together tonight, yeah. I said, they made this themselves. You know what that means to me? The heart is into this.
0: Yeah. And, and that is the they didn't special just throw money. At it. They didn't and, throw money at it, and that's you know for for what we are seeing in this John revolution. Lewis Freedom Parkway. Absolutely, wow! Freedom Parkway is named after uh, Representative John awesome Lewis. It's MLK so cool. King Jr. Yeah, it, Martin Luther King Drive. This yeah. is really nice. It's, it's the center of the movement, so. For sure, it's beautiful, and if you go over on Freedom Parkway, there's an actual whole statue for uh, John Lewis as is well. Is that right? Yeah, it's pretty wow. Powerful. Shout out, John. It's pretty Lewis. Um, but speaking of war games, you know the thing that's so intriguing is with there now being so much money available in pro wrestling, it certainly helps in terms of production, and a lot of times you want things absolutely perfect. But there is something about the passion of DIY, doing yep. it yourself. And what Southern Honor has done, the passion of being able to put together the concept of war games. Um, you know, we all wondered, how are they going to do it in a facility like that? You know, to get two rings in and, and all those things. And they managed to pull it off, I think, fairly well. It was uh, done kind of the style of the most recent war games from uh, WCW when they had the three teams of three But they were individually battling for the world championship. Oh, yeah. It was done with that in mind. Uh, And we did crown a new champion. Um, The new champion is, uh, I want to say it's it's not Logan Chase. It's Logan Creed? What's the new champion's name? It is Logan Creed. That's right. The the two Logans is what messed me up. Logan Chase is the manager and Logan Creed is the wrestler. But what did you think? Of this presentation of War Games From Southern Honor Wrestling I thought it was great They beat the tar- tarnations
1: out of Logan in the beginning They did They be, I mean they beat Logan like he stole something They did Now there is uh, the, the, it, it had a very good moment Because Logan was getting beat down from the very beginning yeah which was just a just honestly in, in my opinion just a very brutal 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 beat down yeah but then you have guys like with the lethal poison lethal poison those yes. guys are over man yeah they are those guys are so over, it doesn't make sense. They are. Uh The new era, they put up a good... I mean, it was and decent. And the champion,
0: AC Mack, was AC a part Mac, of uh, he was the new part. Era. Yep.
1: Now, they were more thrown
0: around a lot right here. Uh, help me out. What's this right here? This, is the, left. Uh, this is the former Turner That's Stadium. That's the old Turner Stadium. That's the old Turner Stadium. <laughs> Turner stadium. It's now... Uh, owned by Georgia State University. Wow, but that's the old Turner Field. Yeah, old Turner wow. Field, which the Braves played in. Now they're moved over to uh SunTrust Park. Wow. Yeah. So New
1: Era, they were great in it, but really to me who who impressed me the most was Fear and uh in Fallen Angels.
0: Oh, yeah, 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 and yeah, yeah. Yeah, the poison. Yeah. 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 That was uh yeah, they 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 are what was so unique about each of those factions is they all had very recognizable guys, even though you may not have known who they were, uh-huh. they were distinct looking, um, they and all had unique attributes
1: to them. And when they walked out, you looked at them and you were kind of able to finish the storyline for yourself. Absolutely. You knew exactly who you were dealing with, what they represented, and how you felt about
0: it. Absolutely. That is the sign of a product that has vision. Yeah, yeah, it was it was incredible. An amazing match, some incredible spots, including a power bomb through the ring. Um, the second ring and that's ultimately where the final fall took place uh sunny days ended up we, going through the table it was
1: we, we found ourselves getting frustrated behind the lack of usage uh-huh. of the second ring yeah but when we saw some of the spots they did over there
0: yeah it made it sense. was
1: mind-blowing yeah also shout out to the commentary team. Yes. There was a Mean Street mean Podcast. Mean Street Podcast. Our mean friends Street from there. Podcast.
0: Absolutely. Met
1: those guys tonight. They were genuine. They were great. Yes. They were witty. Yeah. Uh, and they were
0: knowledgeable. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we got to shout out the general manager, Gary, who, um, man, he, he, he's, he's got the goods, man. He does have he the, the goods. He's got the goods.
1: He came out after the first match. Um, You know Said hey we're gonna get Some tag titles But then he held court In the middle of the ring Yeah And he's what I would call In my world It was Vision Sunday Yes And he sold the crowd And I'm sure to be For those to see online On why Southern Honor has been able to climb the ladder in the last year yeah. and ask them to give me one more year
0: yeah yeah in the words of biggie give me one more chance give me give, give me, me one give more me chance. One more chance and uh, it was it was amazing to watch it was amazing to see and it, it it's interesting because all this week we've seen whether it's from uh, from Gary in Southern honor whether it's from Cody. In AEW, whether it's from Triple H in NXT, there is a very intentional uh, attempt by the owners and the figureheads of wrestling companies to connect with the fans and to yeah. say thank you to the fans. I think there's an interesting recognition happening that says you have options. Yeah. So the fact that you chose us, we're not going to take that for granted. And I think the wrestling fan over time has felt like they were taken for granted. And, and tonight, it had a bunch of kids there.
1: Yes. I love that. But let me tell you something else that Gary, the general manager and owner, got right. Concessions.
0: Yeah. Hot dogs were
1: $2. Yeah. Chips were $1. Yeah. Candy was $1. Yeah. A soda was a dollar. In other words, you can come from
0: work, get your family, come straight there and feed them for cheap, yeah. and you're not breaking the bank to do it. Yeah. it. The tickets were 10 to $15. Like, I... The, the fact that wrestling can be affordable for the family oh, yeah. becomes very important because if it's affordable and you give them an amazing product, you don't have to worry. You're going to hook them and they're going to yep. keep coming back and it will now become a part of their regular budget. And that's what we saw. Yeah. I didn't see many people walking in
1: with just one person.
0: Right. Like I'll
1: see at a major wrestling federation. Right. I saw people coming in, literally eight people. Yeah. Ten people. Yeah. Six people. Yeah. You and I were probably the only two right. that walked in at the same time, but they were able to bring really
0: big groups and I'm certain they were feeding them all. Absolutely, absolutely. So shout out to Southern Honor Wrestling. They are indeed still here. Uh, gotta shout out uh, my friend, Pat McDermott, who's the ring announcer. Uh, Garrett Sakahara, who handles all of the video, yay, yay. All those types of things. Amazing people that I met at the uh, DDP Performance Yoga Center. Um, just man, or DDP Yoga Performance Center. Let me make sure I get that right. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm just impressed with what I see, impressed with what's happening, and I'm looking forward to in the future getting some personalities from oh, Southern Honor Wrestling. Can you imagine here that? on the
1: podcast? Can you imagine an interview and some of those guys allowing them to tell their story? Absolutely, because, because you I see know the a yeah. oh, you see the story. Oh, yeah, you see the passion in the ring. Absolutely. But we want the
0: passion on the podcast. We want to Absolutely. introduce you guys to our faction world absolutely and so listen you guys make sure you check out their website southernhonorwrestling.com you can find out all the information about them including how to follow them on social media you can get clips of their previous shows and tickets to their future shows and i promise you since they have a show consistently the first friday of every month it may be worth planning a trip to the atl if you're not here to uh go and check out one of the shows i don't think you'll be disappointed uh Uh, as Courtney hasn't been and I haven't been so it's a good deal so we're gonna wrap up as we're getting ready to hit our exit and uh, hopefully grab some food before we call it a night but I hope you guys have enjoyed I like these on the road series oh man this is really good this feels really good and I think we might do more of this who knows maybe uh, if you guys bring us to your city we can do an on the road in your city yeah in route to your city in your city or what have you. Here's how you can reach out to us by way of social media. Courtney. At C Major Beard, Instagram or Twitter. Courtney Beard on Facebook. Southern Honor, you got a fan. Absolutely. And you can reach me at Bonnerfied on all the aforementioned platforms. And uh, make sure you're following us at The Faction Show on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We got all sorts of super cool things happening there. Of course, join us every Wednesday for our weekly broadcast, uh, which you can check out at radiocom or just follow us uh, and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever else you get your podcast. Until next time, this is The Faction, powered by Fide Radio.